When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all. Georgia and its running back room are stories 1A and B for us tonight. Welcome to the Georgia Show. I'm Wes Blankenship, Jake Rowe, Palmer Toms, soaking up all the dogs injury news that you could want. I don't know if you want much of it, but we're going to keep you abreast of everything that's going on. So Branson Robinson, the big story today, the non-contact tele-injury, man, that just sounds like it hurts. Man, I know it does. I know it does. And I've, I, you know, like I said, when you and Rusty and I talked uh, right to begin with there, West, um, well, I'm, I feel so bad for the kid. Um, but Georgia's got to press on, next man up, all those other mantras and everything that the team has. And, uh, you know, it's, um, you got a little bit of other bad news there, um, you know, with, with Dejan Edwards. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, he's banged up too. But um, ultimately, it just comes down to kind of, that guy right there is a really talented player. Um, he had a really good spring. He looked a part of a feature back. And uh, now they've got to try to figure out how to move forward without him. And and I don't think they'll have a big problem. They just, you know, they're, they've just got to, you know, stay healthy, um, you know, for the most part, kind of like they did last season. They they were able to kind of avert disaster there for a couple of games while, uh, while Kendall Milton was hurt and Kenny McIntosh was banged up with a thigh bruise. Uh, but, you know, that's that's something that they may get a situation they may get into this year and um we'll see you know kind of how they have to deal with it but um ultimately i do think it's fair to point out listen while andrew paul may not be um as good as he'll ever be uh which what redshirt freshmen are um he's healthy like everybody's like well he's not healthy he's you know he's a question mark no he's not like he's he's healthy to play okay he's, he's scrimmaged in full he, he's not wearing a brace He's, he's healthy and he's available. So you don't have to worry about whether or not you're getting him back. You're definitely getting him back. Um, and, you know, I talked to some people who were very impressed with him in the last scrimmage. So we'll see there. But, you know, Dejon Edwards is a little dinged up. Kendall Milton's a little dinged up. Roderick Robinson is in the same position Branson Robinson was this past year. Um, and, and they have to get him up to speed as well. Yeah. So well, I, I want to clarify the, you know, this terminology about Georgia having a thin running back room. It's thin right now, and we'll get into, you know, if Georgia played today, what would the depth chart look like? We'll get to that later on in the show, but it's thin with scholarship guys that are 100%. That doesn't mean they can't go, and in Andrew Paul's case, you know, I, I wonder if it's just not between the ears right now of getting out there and playing in real game action. Well, and, and, you know, Jake mentioned it, that they had a you know little bit of a scare there midseason when, when guys were banged up last year, and they had to have guys step up, and, and Branson was one of those guys that did it. Um, you know, you're looking at Roderick, and you're looking at Andrew to be those guys now, the, the you know, new guys on the block, um, you know, unproven with an opportunity. Um, and, and I think that it's a, it's a big one for those guys. You know, I think it's it's huge – to have Roderick was the fact that Roderick was there in the spring. I think that's an advantage for them that they did not have last year with Branson being a mid-year enrollee. Andrew Paul was a mid-year enrollee too. 
Um, you know, but, but obviously he ended up getting hurt and wasn't a part of that room, but you know, the fact that Roderick was there in the spring and got those spring game reps and spring game reps when they were beat up at running back there, you know, then too, with, with Branson out and with Kendall out and Dejan was, was battling, you know, and they, and they were being careful with him. Um, I, I think it's big that they had that they're not any shorter on scholarship numbers at running back than they were last year. And they've, managed to get through just fine the question is and you know they don't have everyone healthy right now how quickly can you get those guys healthy and then can they perform you know to the same level that Kenny McIntosh and Kendall Milton and Dejan Edwards did last year um you know obviously you've got Dejan and Kenny back uh excuse me Dejan and Kendall back but you've got to replace Kenny McIntosh and that was always going to be a big thing for sure um all right so running back room is not exactly hanging on by a thread, but it's also making you a little bit more uncomfortable than you probably want to be. What else did y'all take out of practice observations today when you were able to be out there on the field for about 46 seconds? Well, we didn't see Lad McConkey. Um, and uh, I, I've heard nothing to suggest that, they, you know, anybody should be concerned over that just yet. Um, I don't want to come out and say, hey, he's not injured. Um, I've heard some indications that he's not injured, so we'll see. Um, but you know, uh, he, he wasn't out there. I saw, uh, saw, you know, Gabe Harris, uh, working in a different position. Um, you know, Rusty mentioned him here recently as a guy that he's heard some good things about. Um, you know, a lot of guys off to the side right now. Uh, you know, Kendall Milton, Dejan Edwards, we know about those guys. Smile Munden's another, Jonel Aguero's another. Uh, you know, the good news, um, and, and Palmer wrote about this and I believe in his injury report, uh, Kristen Miller and, uh, and, uh, uh, Tyron Ingham Dawkins were both back with the defensive lineman today doing drill work. And that's really good news that that kind of takes that position back to full speed um, with, with all of their weapons and all of their guys. And that's a, that's a very, very good thing for Georgia. Um, and uh, you know, ultimately, you know, there was a competitive portion of practice there. Malachi Stark's not, it's not out of some walk on um, lit him up. Um, that was pretty, that was pretty entertaining. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, Brock Bowers, you know, here's the thing about Brock Bowers and, 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 you know, everybody knows I kind of got to get my little Brock Bowers fix here. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen Brock Bowers in my time at Georgia where I was like, Oh, that's a physically impressive looking kid. Like he's always kind of looked like a, a kind of a bigger guy, you know, and, and obviously he's freakishly talented. You see him play, you're impressed, but to see him this year on the hoof, it looks like he's put on about 10 pounds of muscle and he's, and he's ripped. And he's just – he's in really good shape, man. And I, I was watching him today. He lined up in the slot, and I was just like, that cat right there looks like an NFL football player right now. And uh, well, this mean, next year he will be. I mean, he uh, has put on 10 pounds if you just go by yeah. those roster numbers. And like you said, you know, it might have been straight muscle with him. Other good news on the injury front, and um, I, I did mention mm -hmm. this, and Jake, you wrote about them because you were impressed just looking at them. I, it was big that they had Ernest Green and Xavier Truss there, um, right. you know, because both those guys went down during the scrimmage, were able to come back. Uh, Xavier finished the scrimmage. Ernest did not. And so, you know, with those guys that obviously you've got some depth on that offensive line and, and Ernest is in a competition, you know, seems to have the upper hand there. Uh, but you don't guys that are projected starters, you don't want to be missing them, especially if you're going to be down on running backs the best way to help out those young running backs and, and, and inexperienced guys that could be in there, 
have a really strong offensive line that opens up some holes. And so having those two guys there, um, and, and you mentioned Smile being down there with, with the guys that were off to the side. Jake, you might have been stepped away on the other end of the field by this point, but he moved back and was going through drills with the linebackers. He was in a black uniform, non-contact jersey, but he was going through drills with the linebackers. And so to me, him moving into that black non-contact is a big deal because you know I don't recall seeing him in a black jersey. Kendall Milton absolutely wasn't in a black jersey last time we saw him. Uh, and, and so, you know, that seems to be they were in their, you know, red and white jerseys that we see here, you know, the offense defense jerseys, but they weren't doing anything. And, and we saw this with we've seen this with Kamari Lasseter moving into a black as well. You know, they, they've transitioned from not doing anything in their normal practice jerseys to doing a little bit more with their position groups just in a non-contact role. Um. <clears throat> The Malachi Stark stuff is great. I mean, there are so many guys that we talk about uh, frequently on the show, and there are other guys that I don't feel like we're giving enough attention to, and we will when the season starts, but Malachi Starks is one of those dudes, uh, and I know that it was probably electric to see him light up that walk-on, probably not for the walk-on, but certainly for y'all. Going back to Brock Bowers, are there already – NFL scouts out there from time to time? Have y'all been able to notice? Because I got to imagine a lot of teams wish they could just say, hey, can you hop back in the uh, rental car with me and and come suit up for our team this year? Sign him like an international prospect. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah they're out there every day. Um, I saw five waiting to get into the, to the facility a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, uh, and, and then today I saw two watching the offensive line uh, while we were out there. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, I, I got to ask, is this really Nitro Tuggle in our comments over here? Uh, I looked up the YouTube account, and it says it's the real Nitro Tuggle. So oh. I can't confirm that just based on the account. But if it is, welcome in. That'd be cool, man. Hey, Nitro, cool, if you want to if you want to hit one of us, DM one of us on Twitter real quick, uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you the link. You can pop on with us for a couple minutes. We'll talk to you. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I'll, uh, but, I'll make sure we follow him on uh, Dogs HQ. Nitro, yeah, if you're on Twitter, we'll follow you. If we don't already, hit us a uh, send us a DM. We'll get you a link to the show. You can pop in tonight if you want to. But that was a good observation there, Palmer, with with uh, with uh, Smile Monday jumping back into drill work. Another thing I do want to point out about Dejan Edwards and Kendall Milton about practice today. Kendall Milton was flying as he was running those sprints with everybody else. He was outpacing everybody else by 30 yards. I mean, just blowing them away. Um, so you could tell he's kind of chomping at the bit to get back. And, guys, listen, I know Kendall has been hurt, okay? Like, I know I know that, that like, it's been kind of one soft tissue injury after another. It's been a couple knee injuries. And there's this tendency to say he's soft. Y'all, Kendall Milton is not soft, okay? Like, he's got some bad luck. Maybe he's got some connective tissue th- stuff going on. I don't know. But Kendall Milton is a very tough, very dedicated, very hardworking individual. Um, and and he's a guy that's tried to take a lot of precautions to keep these things from happening. They keep happening to him, and it sucks. Um, but one thing, another thing I want to point out, too, um, Kendall played in 13 of 15 games last year. And if Georgia can get 13 of 15 out of him this year, I think Georgia's going to feel real good about that. I'm excited to see him, man. I, I mean, the narrative around him, I understand it, but it's also just not true. 
that he's not ready to go, that he that he can't stay on the field, you know, like it's some indictment of him. You know, to hear that he's non-contact right now, uh, that's a good thing in a weird way that he's actually out there and not on the sideline. Yeah. Sorry, I got to send something to Palmer really quick. Oh, no uh, and I'm trying to track down this Nitro Tuggle DM. Doesn't <laughs> We're multitasking tonight on the Georgia show. Uh, producing uh, and hosting, not the best. Uh, all right. Any, so, but anytime, guys, I do. I want to say this to fans too. Also, anytime those guys are out there running, it's a good sign. If they're not sh- if they're not shutting them down, they're not in there getting treatment. Um, that's a good sign. Like Jackson well, Meeks, right? I saw Jackson Meeks while I was up in the baseball press box today. Walk across the parking lot in a walking boot. Okay. So Jackson Meeks is out for a little while, um, you know, and he wasn't out there running while we were out there. Not a great sign. But, you know, if these dudes are out there running their conditioning, they're out there on their, their injuries, um, that's a good sign. And, and, and you know, Georgia's got several guys doing that. They're kind of beat up by injuries right now, but they've got time to get them back. Yeah. Well, and, and you mentioned it, that those guys were running. Um, I may have missed you saying it, but Dejan was out there. He was running. It he was, was – it wasn't like he was completely sidelined and he wasn't even a non-contact Jersey. Um, you know, he was just, you know, running, had a brace on that right knee. And as somebody pointed out on our board, um, you know, being, being pro football doctor over here, um, you know, that's an injury that probably has more to do with the lateral movement than it does, you know, getting up and down the field North and South. And he's a he's a north and south runner. I mean, that's something that obviously you're gonna want to see him be able to move, you know, laterally. But he's he's a downhill guy, and and so you know, I think he'll be able to bounce back from that. Um, Georgia certainly needs him. They need Kendall Milton. They need those guys to stay healthy. Uh, but first, they need them to get healthy. All right. So obviously, Georgia is going to miss Branson Robinson's unique ability to just pummel people and punish them because he is a human hammer but let's look at what georgia does have at running back specifically because that is such an area of concern and i want to try to calm y'all down a little bit tonight so let's look at what the dogs have if a game were to start this week who would start for the dogs and what would the rest of that depth chart look like behind presumably kendall milton I mean, I don't know that Kendall Milton would start this week. Who? It, but here's a question. Who are they playing in this game? Because if they're playing UT Martin, I don't know that Kendall Milton's playing. I mean, if, you, if, if, you're, playing, taking, if you're taking the guys who are just fully healthy right now and taking Kendall Milton out of the mix, I think, um, I think Andrew Paul would probably get the start. And I think for now, Cash Jones would probably be the next man in the game. Um, just based on how the reps were split during the scrimmage because Cash Jones got run with the ones um, that Roderick Robinson did not. And then Roderick Robinson would be the number th- you know, number three guy there. Um, I'd, I'd probably switch Cash and Andrew there just because they know a little bit. They've seen Cash in a, in a game before. Um, but, I mean, the, look, it, it, it's not – you know, you're not running one running back the entire game. So both of them would be getting first team right significant number of carries. The starting I, running back I, at I lean Cash Jones. Yeah, the starting running back at Georgia is not always 
the most important indication of who the best is. It, it does depend on what they're going up against defensively. But I was curious about that because I wonder, too, about Cash Jones just being more experienced and having you know more game tape out there for people to – for Georgia's coaches to say, okay, we know this guy can actually deliver when we need him to. Uh, and granted, those are limited reps, but uh, just looking this week, it's kind of crazy to see what that depth chart would look like. And I'm not saying that's what it will look like against UT Martin, but uh, right now it, it is kind of tenuous. Jake, yeah, do you for, think – I mean – For sure. Jake, and, and I will say this about Paul. Um, from what I understand from Saturday's scrimmage, it's when that first offense was on the field, Andrew Paul was with it. Um, but it's still so it's still so tough to tell. I mean, I do think Cash Jones would play as things are right now. I think probably Savon Clark would also get in the game. Um, you know, Laneith Whitehead is battling kind of the same thing that Roderick Robinson is, which is basically trying to figure out offense, you know, trying to figure out how to operate within an offense. But I think Rod Roderick Robinson would also be a part of it as well. Jake, <clears throat> do you think Kendall Milton plays in against UT Martin in 10 days? Maybe a little. You know, maybe to the point that, you know, they don't want to give him, you know, too many, too many miles. They don't want to pile his miles up there uh, and, and give him a chance to re-injure his hamstring, but at the same time maybe try to get his feet wet, get him some reps. Um, I think there's a good chance. I mean, you, you look at kind of what Georgia has coming up. You know, they'll probably get after it <clears throat> regular practice tomorrow. Because um, from what I understand, Monday was very light. And then, you know, Tuesday they kind of, you know, I think they'll probably get after it three days this week. Probably have a light, lighter practice on Friday, and then it'll be the, kind of that dress rehearsal deal on Saturday. Players will be off on Sunday. Um, that's a that's a lot of time right there for Kendall's you know body to heal and for him to get the treatment he needs. So I think there's a good chance that he's uh, he's feeling pretty good on Monday, and you know they can give him some practice reps, working back in, maybe get him a few carries in the first game. And um, you know these first two men, um, it's an opportunity for these guys to get healthy. I mean, I, I fully expect unless there's another setback, I fully expect Georgia to have four healthy scholarship running backs, fully healthy, 100% scholarship running backs by the time South Carolina rolls into town. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I mean, that is the big game that you got to, you know, you think that you need to have as much depth back there as possible. SEC opener, you know, y'all breeze past the fighting Beamers on the schedule, but – it's an SEC opponent, and they've recruited some pretty good dudes in spots. So, you know, that durability is going to be critical. And if not against South Carolina, then certainly at Auburn in a, a couple weeks after that. So when you see Georgia's running back depth, you know, maybe against UT Martin and Ball State, maybe you look like a, a patchwork quilt of guys that you don't really know that well. I still expect Georgia to try to get – Kendall Milton in as much as they can try to get Andrew Paul in uh, and try to get him confident because that, like I said, coming off of that ACL injury, getting confident mentally is going to be big for him. And he can't just roll into South Carolina with these guys not having any reps, I would think, unless they are, you know, unless they do have setbacks. No doubt. And, and something that needs to be considered as well is if you're going to have a good, not just a run game, but if you're going to have a good play action game, if you're going to have a good RPO game, you've these guys have to take reps. And, and you know, that doesn't mean they have to be 100% absolute live reps where they're getting tackled to the ground, but the, they've got to have reps. The pads have to get popping. Um, and, and that's something that's got to happen for them.
you think that uh, with Bobo, you know, presumably coming in and, and rolling over a lot of what Munkin did, but I'm sure he's putting in his own wrinkles and still controlling this offense. Uh, how much of a setback do you think this could be for those running backs if they're not able to go early on in the season just for learning his offense? Guys like Roderick Robinson uh, that are still trying to learn it and guys like Andrew Paul who might know it uh, but are still trying to get back to 100%. I mean, any misreps is going to kind of set you back a little bit. But if most of the office is the same and, you know, but these guys have been doing it since spring, I think I think they'll be fine. I really do. I, I just think that you know you gotta you gotta get them out there. You gotta get them practicing. You gotta get them healthy. And and um, I, I, I like I said, I, I totally expect Georgia to be just fine and and at full strength by the time South Carolina rolls into town. It's kind of wild to be talking about Georgia's running back room not having great depth that you feel good about. Meanwhile, Georgia's receivers are as deep as they've ever been. It is an alternate timeline for sure right now. Uh, down we love <laughs> we love bird dogs around here. Palmer's got his bird dogs hat on. What is that shirt, Palmer? Is that a Cleveland Browns shirt? What Quail is that? Hollow. Quail Hollow went to the uh, Wells Fargo tournament up there a lot, or this this past. Okay, week. it looked like a it looked like a football helmet when you were zoomed out nah. there. I can see that. Uh, we love uh, bird dogs though. Quail Hollow's great too, but bird <laughs> dogs right now. If you are a uh, bird dogs lover like us head on over to their site check out with birddogs.com slash dogs or use the promo code dogs uh palmer did we get a notification today that they're no longer doing the hats they are no longer doing the hats but what are they doing now it's a uh it's a water bottle um what is it it's a hydro flasks like water bottle um I'm trying to see if I can pull up a picture here. What is a hydro flask? Hold on. Here's a picture. I will if I can All right, well, whatever a hydro flask. A hydro flask is, is like a metal water bottle, isn't it? Is it like discreet? Yeah. Like if you want to have a little drink some uh nah, I don't think <laughs> so. Not like that. I don't know. I mean, you, you could you could probably hide something in there. All right, well. Yeah, but it's just not that's what I'm saying. It's not discreet though. Okay, it's not like a flat, like you guys. It's not like presentation a, it's, it's in five not a minutes. Flask. You're a little nervous and you want to take the edge off. Yeah. It's not that kind of flask. No, right. it's 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 not that kind of flask. Okay. Wes, I got a picture if you want me to pull it up. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's see what it is. Cause I'm I'm pretty interested myself right now. Oh. What do we got? Okay, that's a hydro pretty, flask right there. It's 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 a pretty sweet water bottle. I've got some friends that have hydro flasks, and and this is a hydro flask style bottle. So uh, not only do you get you know the, the sweet sensation of bird dogs, but you get a you get a pretty good uh, pretty good water bottle too. I'll tell you the inner lining of bird dogs. You could probably. You could probably stow this away inside of your bird dogs, depending on what size shorts you order. Uh, but whatever you want to do, at birddogs.com, check out with the promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, and you will get one of those hydro flasks to use as you see fit. We're big fans of bird dogs. You can wear them anywhere, doing anything, playing outside with your kids, playing golf, 
working around the yard, or just lounging around at home watching games this season on the couch. Bird dogs are as comfortable as you're going to get in a pair of shorts, pants, whatever kind of britches you want. They got shirts too. I got one. Uh, head on over to Bird Dogs. Use that promo code DOGS. All right, guys, we're going to uh, chop some wood tonight. And someone actually mentioned the topic that I wanted to chop wood about up here in the comments section. Anybody see Kirby's interview with ESPN and Reese Davis? Carson sounds like he's more than ready. Appreciate it, Tomahawk Dog. I'm going to put a link to that in this show's description. And I know uh, somebody's probably written off of it at On3 as well. And Kirby's interview with Reese Davis and Pete Thamel is the kind of access and the side of Kirby that we typically don't get in his media availabilities. And he just says a lot, man. And, and Reese is the best at his job, obviously, as the co host of College Game Day. And uh, I just thought it was really cool to hear everything that Kirby had to say about this team, his leadership style, Carson Beck. He talks about how he internalized uh, the Devin Willick tragedy, all of it. They didn't hold back, and Kirby didn't either. He was very transparent and very patient. Uh, it was a great interview. So y'all go check that out. It is a must-watch if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan. I know y'all are going to love it. Jake? What's up? What are you chopping wood about? <laughs> you chop wood. Okay. What I'll chop, chop wood. wood. Hey, I'll, don't. I'll, we'll, hey, we'll get into it like these two reporters did today at uh, at the. At the yeah, I'll uh, chop wood about that <laughs> press conference. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, hey, little, it's it's uh, it's been a long long dog nation action over in the press conference today. If you uh, if you can slide on over and listen to uh, listen to some various Palmer's trying uh, to give the mic away this time though. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Goodness now, gracious. Uh, I'll chop wood about uh, dogs on tour at the tour championship. I am. Uh, was going to mention it when we were talking about bird dogs because I'll be wearing my bird dog shirt up there. But I'm uh, I'm headed up to the tour championship on Friday. Looking forward to never been to East Lake, uh, never been to that event. Um, looking forward to watching the three former UGA players that are going to be in action up there: Sepp Straka, Russell Henley, Brian Harmon, who recently was announced as a uh, qualifier for the Ryder Cup. So um in georgia getting some love there um interested to see because they've had a lot of success on the tour chris kirk just barely missed out uh top 30 players on the tour make it so um you know golf season coming to a close i know that's something that all of us do enjoy to watch and football season coming to an open this weekend with uh week zero so yep. looking forward to watching some week zero watching some golf and uh, getting ready to watch some Georgia football here next week. Well, week zero. Palmer's going to enjoy about four $18 Michelob Ultras at East Hey, Lake. I'm going to need, need something to cool me down because it's supposed to be 99. Yeah, and there's not much in the, in the way of shade out there either. All right, Jake, take us home, man. All right, I'm going to chop wood on this Georgia roster um, because we there's been a lot of talk today about kind of Georgia and there's been a lot of talk. You know, you get bad news sometimes, right? And I think it I think it just kind of puts people in a rough spot. Um, and, you know, people are talking about how the, the roster, man, roster has been managed at running back. Um, guys, there's this whole idea that Georgia should have went and got a guy in the portal in January. Um, 
you're talking about a roster, a master roster manager. Now, so I'm not saying that Kirby hasn't made a mistake. I mean, listen, would Georgia in hindsight love to have a running back in the place of smoke buoy right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, this is not kind of grabbing a guy off the shelf uh, out of the portal uh, in January. Uh, at that point, Georgia had four healthy tailbacks and another that was on the men, and they f- fully expected to be healthy in, in a few months. Um at that point, they had four guys that they had, you know, you got a freshman. One of those is a freshman, obviously. But you got, you know, four guys that you've poured into and you've helped develop in the offense. You go and get another guy out of the portal, number one, you're probably not going to get the kind of guy you really want because who's in the portal thinking, hey, I want to go be the number two or I want to be the number three here at this school. I don't care how good you are. Um, a lot of players aren't doing that. <clears throat> On top of that, you look and you think, okay, well, if you go and add somebody, you go add a stud or, or you go add just anybody. Uh, what's, what are the guys on your roster going to do? You know, I mean, is, does Andrew Paul move on? Does, does Kendall Milton decide that he wants to be closer to home at that point? So it's, there's a lot of hindsight being 2020. There's a lot of questioning. And, and listen, it's healthy to question. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just offering this as a rebuttal, okay? I'm not saying shut your mouth or I'm going to come to your house and burn it down. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm just saying Georgia's really good at this. They got a lot of information we don't have. Uh, be critical, all that stuff, but, you know, also listen to the facts. And the facts are that, uh, you know, Georgia's running back situation wasn't all that glorious this time last year. If, if, you, if you think it's bad now, um, you know, you definitely wouldn't have liked it then either uh, because you the same number of healthy guys on scholarships, you know, similar amount of experience, um, and some guys that had injury histories. So um, ultimately, this is a uh, this is a thing that Georgia's going to have to you know work through. It's got the schedule to do it, and uh, you know I think more than anything between you know those types of debates and the types of interactions that media members had today with <laughs> microphones, uh, I really think that uh, we re- we just kind of need a football season to get here real fast. Yeah, let's see some damn ball already. Tomahawk dog giving. Row shout out here. Sweatshirt in the heat. You're cold blooded or pulling a Schumann or just South Georgia tough. How about Glenn Schumann? Glenn Schumann wishes he was as tough as me. Yeah, he sure does. Y'all hit like and subscribe if you don't already. Lock it into dogshq.com. Bark After Dark was awesome with Jeff Santel. I don't know why you would just turn away from Dogs HQ at all. We've got great content coming everywhere from all angles, like the Georgia defense. Y'all hit, uh, y'all hit like and subscribe and uh, hang out with us. Have a great night. We'll catch you soon. Be back Sunday. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.